Established in 2010, Legal is one of Denver's original dispensaries. Legal takes pride in growing the highest quality cannabis and is the only recreational indoor grow in Denver to receive clean green certification. This third-party certification relies on USDA organic standards and applies them to cannabis cultivation using sustainable, natural, and organically based practices. Legal won Best Dispensary in 5280 in 2019 and was named Best Dispensary in Colorado by Leafly. Learn more about Legal's dedication to purity and quality at LegalDenver.com and check them out in person next time you're in Denver. What's up, fam? Stoner Mom here, letting you know our line of premium smokable hemp flower is live. Happy Flower Company is our official hemp brand, and we are offering high CBD, terpene-rich, hand-trimmed, and organically grown Colorado hemp buds. And best of all, thanks to the 2018 Farm Bill update, hemp flower is federally legal in all 50 states. Visit us at happyflowercompany.com and use code MADAS10, that's M-A-D-A-S-10, for a 10% discount. Bye! of stoners you are listening to mom and dad are stoned a podcast for responsible cannabis users brought to you by the stonermom.com that's me i am the stoner mom but you can call me Catherine, and i am joined as always by my wonderful husband believe it hello in this podcast we pour a couple drinks smoke a little weed and talk about cannabis our lives pop culture and so much more welcome to this very special episode with mom and dad are stoned is it a very special episode do we talk about drugs and teens yeah. Well, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Are you ready to sit down and record a podcast with mm-hmm. your wife? Mm-hmm. You sure? Mm-hmm. How has your day been? Um, you know, they all just... Blur together. <laughs> um, let's head over to Libation Corner to talk about our days. Okay. Okay, here we are in Libation Corner. <laughs> and we've been libating for a while. So much that you took a nap. It is a low energy Saturday. But no, we had a we accomplished a lot in the first part of the day. I did. We did. Mm -hmm. We both did. We both did. We'll talk about that later. So what do you got for libation corner? I'm trying to wake up, I guess. So I'm going to do some. Let's do the Snoop challenge Mm. on this podcast. Okay, let's go. I think that'll help us to get a good. you know, Grip on burst reality. of energy. So the yeah. Snoop challenge is 10 puffs on your blunt at a time. <clears throat> we don't have any blunts, so the variations can be 10 hits on a bong, 10 hits on a joint. I often do 10 hits with my honey straw of concentrate, so that's 10 little dabs. And I think I'm gonna do that. Now let's both do it together. Are you ready? This is going to be noisy, you guys. It's not really podcast material. But that's okay. But I'll tell you what we're smoking and dabbing on afterwards. And go. Is that a speed challenge? It's a big hit challenge. (laughs) I can't. I'm done. Well, I'm only on four because I've been having some nice big 
I was on seven. <coughs> Dabs. Okay, oh, so on, I'm on seven. Okay. <coughs> Eight. Dang. Nine. There you go. What was that? Gross <laughs> consumption. That's what. Um, I am doing ecto cooler butter concentrate wow. by West Edison cannabis concentrates. I love this stuff and I'm using a honey straw. This is the, what is this? The Lynx Aries. <coughs> yeah, that thing's I'm, cool. I'm sorry there's so much coughing, but that's what happens when you do the snoop challenge. Yeah, and I did. I can only get to seven. <laughs> um, and then I got poison gassed. <coughs> that's why I like doing it. It's harder with bongs. So what kind of um, weed is in here? Do you know? So for flour, I have strawberry cough. Oh, that's what I have too, I guess. Huh? In two bongs. And I also have my G Pen Connect, so I can do normal dabs, um, not the honey straw dabs. I will say about the Snoop Challenge, you guys, with like Corona time and everyone being like home with their kids or whatever. Yeah. Oh my god, why is this thing beeping like this? Look. Oh, oh I think it turned itself off. Anyway, um, sometimes I want to get up into the bed, my uh, bathroom, and get a very big dose <clears throat> of cannabis into my brain straight into my brain yeah and i have a very limited limited amount of time and doing 10 dabs with my honey straw perfect really it's like perfection and it's quick and every time i'm like this is such a great way to get high this is how i should start every single smoke session is with like 10 bong rips 10 whatever's and you know they can be small. Then you're done. You're so high. Well, then you have like this perfect like you're ready, and everything you do on top of that is just like icing on the cake. Dang. You know what I mean? I guess so. Not really. Oh well, um, that's how <clears throat> I've been enjoying. Well, that's cool. I'm glad you like that. My um, are you drinking juice. some wine or something over there? Yeah, I'm also having some wine. Are you? I Did... don't. Know. I don't know what I'm having. It's your Chardonnay. My La Crema. Mm-hmm. Thank you for getting me that. You're welcome. What are you drinking? I'm just drinking bourbon. Straight bourbon. Because I don't have any mixers left. Well, why didn't we get any from... Gotta wait a week now. <sighs> we do. Because you can't go to the store every time you realize you forgot something. Yeah, we used to. This is a but real challenge for stoners. Because yeah, you always forget something crucial. We're really spoiled, too. I'll be like, get this <clears throat> on your way home. All right, let me have a little of my wine and then we can leave this establishment yeah, because let's get out of here. you can only be in places for so long as long as it takes to get your shit and then you got to get yeah, out of there because out. it's corona time okay still using that song yeah i think so i haven't listened to the podcast so. well let's hope that I, it's so still for there. me it's a mystery because you don't know how these wonderful things get edited they happen though coronavirus <laughs> okay so what did you want to talk about during this time we don't really have much to talk about <clears throat> this was the thing we were going to do every time we have a podcast to just oh, yeah. update everybody on how stuff is going um nobody is sick everyone's feeling okay our masks are still not freaking here, the Etsy ones. Um, yeah. What the hell, man? They'll be here Monday, it says. I don't even want to talk about it. But David found a little 
supply of masks in the grow room. Very small. Unbelievable. So he's had masks the last time he's had to <coughs> run errands, which have literally just been today mailing out our packages. Oh, yeah. And once a week, we have to forage for food. Oh, and today we did Walmart delivery. Yeah, we did. I have not shopped at Walmart in literally years. Yeah. And the other day, David was taking Max for a walk around the neighborhood. And he's like, there are like three different Walmart delivery people in our neighborhood right now. Maybe that's what we need to be doing. And I keep reading shitty things about King Supers. That's our grocery. Is this the most boring podcast ever? <laughs> no, it's Corona I don't think it time. is because I know that amongst my friends, we're all obsessed with bitching about our grocery yeah. uh, situation. It's fun. <laughs> I mean, like, and it's a pain in the ass. Trust us. Well, it's like every week, like who is going to get fucked over this time in the grocery department? Last week, we ordered all those pickup groceries and then went to pick them up and the groceries were just magically not there. Yeah. And then... This week, my friend <clears throat> got to witness a fist fight at Walmart. So, man, come on, people. <laughs> so every week, it's like, okay, who's gonna cry in the grocery store, have a mental breakdown, witness a fist fight? It's come on. I mean, like it's every week, though. I will say that the grocery store rules get more intense. So, yes, this one is like <clears throat> only this many people can come in, and it's like, okay. But fortunately, I haven't had to wait any lines or anything. But man, what's the next stage? I think that's it. What else can they do? The Walmart uh, delivery went fine. They had almost everything. Yeah, um, they really did. I think there were like four things they did not have. And then they made seven substitutions, which were all for bigger quantities. <laughs> that's why I have so much queso. I know. And so many of those Hawaiian rolls. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you need to eat those. Maybe we'll make you some ASAP. I love those. Those are such a good snack. But I will say, <clears throat> in finding uh, the masks in the basement, yes, I, f- I felt much more confident going into the grocery store. First of all, the letting only a certain amount of people in at a time, the positive side of this is it's a much nicer experience yeah the grocery store has come like almost like at eight like i'd say it's like 85 percent stocked 100 almost you know 100 percent, 85 percent. yeah he so he ran to <clears throat> our little neighborhood store yeah after our walmart delivery came to just fill that stuff that we didn't get yeah and the regular king supers line was around the building mm-hmm. but the neighborhood safeway no normal i walked right on in and it was nice and they had a lot of stuff and i was like hopeful to see like oh look every type of potato chip imaginable they have right now are people following the up and down up and down the aisles Uh uh-huh correctly yes much more so i mean there was one instance where some crazy older broad nerd son was like, oh, my gosh, we're going the wrong way down the line. I'm, we're sorry. We're sorry. And I was like, OK, <laughs> just walk on. Just that's a fine. <coughs> I was like, wow. OK, percentage of people in masks at the store today. Seventy percent. I was more nice. shocked to see some of the people working there were not wearing any masks. They weren't last time either. Like some that. of them are. But, I know. They, and then some of them have them and they're lowered beneath their mouth. Like, well, people get like claustrophobic. It's not <clears throat> wearing these things. 
Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. I understand. I couldn't imagine wearing that for like 12 hours a day. But yeah, it definitely defeats the purpose when you're fucking clawing at it all the time with your coronavirus laden <laughs> yeah. hands. Right. <clears throat> um, but I'm glad they have those plexi things up and all of that. But I guess that's it for Corona time. We have, oh, I don't know what we talked about last time. Slow. Sorry. But if remote schooling had fully started, mm-hmm. but we are well into it and it has its challenges and it's also, <clears throat> I think we're blessed <clears throat> to be where we live as far as um, schools and having just yeah. full on <clears throat> lesson plans and all of that stuff. So <clears throat> I'm sorry. You know, know, should we stop and like clear our throat? Dang, you hear that? <laughs> I don't even know. We had to cough our brains out for For a while (laughs) and really scream and try to clear our throats. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I don't know what we were talking about, but I think everything. um, Oh, we were talking about school, homeschool learning. Yes. I'm sorry. This is the worst. Oh, you know what I was going to say? What? So one realization I had the other day was with I was sitting with my daughter and she's uh, was doing second grade math. And then she asked me, she was like, Daddy, so how does division work? And I was like, oh, shit. Do I have to teach you new concepts in math? Because the school can't right now. They can. Well, I mean, I don't know. They haven't figured it out. And I was like, well, it's opposite multiplication. (laughs) There you go. And then so we had to have a quick learning moment. So anyway... Um, yeah, this is but that I was like, damn, I hope this doesn't last forever because next year, when you're in the next grade, I can't teach you next grade stuff. I mean, I could, but I don't want to be responsible for that. Yeah, math is I'm officially out of the kids' math. Yeah, I'm it's past my capabilities. Thank goodness their father has an advanced math degree and helps them with their math. During the week <clears throat> on the phone, they'll FaceTime and shit because I cannot. It's not happening. Uh, me neither. I will sit there and try to Google. No, <laughs> you can't Google math. No, <laughs> it does you not can't. work. You can't do it. You can't Google that. <laughs> so I guess that's the learning portion. Um. Anything yeah. Else? My kids have been doing good with it. There, there were some weird Zoom issues. <clears throat> um, yeah. But it's been two weeks for my kids now. Um, and then there's issues with like everybody getting their stuff like digitally turned in. Oh, really? Yeah. This has been an issue at their school forever. Like stuff that they do, like they don't mark it turned in or when they do, sometimes it's doesn't go through. Yeah. So I got an email on Friday that my oldest daughter, the, the high achiever hadn't, hadn't even started three of her social studies projects. And I was like, honey, no, she's done with those. She turned them in. You know? Yeah, but they just didn't get them. I guess. <coughs> she emailed me. She emailed her dad. She emailed her stepmom. The teacher did. Dang. Nuts. She CC'd all of us on, and my daughter. Just really went after her there. Dang. <laughs> Hi. Um, so, yeah. I guess that's our, our that's corona co- time. That's corona time. It was not as depressing as it has been in previous no. I will say, I'm man, aren't you sick of cooking meals constantly? Yeah. That's a that's the bummer. Yeah. So, like, many people are still <clears throat> eating <throat> out, and there's even, like, you know, a push for, you know, to support local businesses that are open. 
in the restaurant industry because it's, you know, being absolutely decimated by this. But for whatever reason, we're just a little too paranoid about outside food. Like, we sterilize all the groceries when they come in. We do. We do. It brings them all inside and we sterilize each piece of grocery sterilizing our hands all throughout the process but i don't put anything away in the pantries or the fridge or the freezers god forbid without being wiped down with disinfectant isn't that crazy but that's the world we live in now that's the world we live in right now that's probably a thing we're going to carry with us even as we go forward don't you think here's tips for the food that i watched if you get outside food takeout and stuff the coronavirus isn't really on the food unless you're getting like cold sushi and stuff like you might want to just get heated stuff during this. And um, it does die if you like microwave everything you get for hmm. long enough so that it's steaming that you can see steam. But what is covered in coronavirus is all of the packaging. So when you bring that stuff in, you treat it like it's totally contaminated and you transfer the food. You literally dump it from its coronavirus tainted receptacle into onto your plate and then into the microwave you know what i'm saying and then you get rid of all of the trash and then you disinfect your hands there you go that's how to take out yeah all right cool there you go packaging i like it so wow thanks for that info (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) i watch all the videos yeah you do you're so good then this other guy was like, <clears throat> I don't, the, like one doctor wrote that. And then another doctor was like, I think that's all bullshit. And you just need to wash your hands a lot. And it's like, what is the harm in disinfecting your shit, man? Are we really going to tell people to be less clean in times like these? I just. <sighs> Pick your battles. It's hard. <clears throat> but it's also hard to get a, in a hold of the cleaners. I get like, the argument you know. also like. We can't all have like this collective anxiety and stuff, right. but it's also like we can't all like collectively have our heads up our asses when it comes right. to infectious disease. We can't. Like, we got to do everything we can, but we also have to make sure we have a nice supply of Centivia. Positive, but informed. <clears throat> that's right. I like it. Centivia. That's my favorite. It says it kills human coronavirus right, right on, on the there. bottle. And it's like, bam. It says human coronavirus, influenza. Herpes. <laughs> he kills I'm herpes. like, damn, I will only Thank buy this, this forever. Is all, this is all we're buying. <laughs> and it smells, it smells nice. It smells so good. It's a Clorox product. It's not easy to find right now. Yeah. But David bought some a while ago on Wal- uh, Walmart for me. I did. On the website. <laughs> and it came in. But I've been using that stuff for a long time, and now it's fucking hard to find. It's good stuff. All right. Well, I guess um, that's sanitization time. Good luck getting your masks. Um, yeah. And we love you guys. Stay safe. Stay safe out there. Okay, guys, it is time for listener letters. I do think I need to have a little bit of time where I get really stoned and possibly drunk because that's really the appeal, I would hope. Certainly not the, I don't know. We have okay content. I'm not going to be negative. No, don't be. So what are we doing right now? Well, this is a very special listener letters. 
Um, we do need some letters, you guys. So send them in to mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. Share your cannabis story, ask your stoner questions, or request some good old fashioned advice from a mom and dad stoner. We will field your questions on cannabis, growing, CBD, relationships, parenting, us, you, whatever. We will look up the answers. Stoned. Let me smoke some weed really quick. Honey, I need a fresh bowl. Oh, my God. Okay, so we got some comments on our last podcast. Every podcast episode, you guys, has show notes on the actual website, thestonermom.com. So if you're listening to this just like in iTunes or podcast or whatever the hell, um, if you go to my website and look at the show notes, you can leave me comments there. Leave us comments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you know, I think why I don't think most people ever visit the podcast show notes and stuff, but uh, we got some interesting questions on there that kind of related to one another that I think were really good. And so I, I thought we would have a nice thorough listener letters where we addressed this question issue. Here we go. <clears throat> this comment was from Anna. Um, and she says, can you do a series on the smallest grow possible? I am interested in seeing the smallest footprint possible for a grow. I think one of the biggest intimidations for people of growing their own is how involved it seems. With other plants, herbs, and vegetables, there's a plethora of resources on how to grow uh, on your own small apartment, balcony, or even indoors. <clears throat> Uh, it's hard to visualize doing this myself, especially with such a small space. So that was a great question, we thought. And then Devin commented, and this is a long comment, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. But I second this. I already grow some houseplants in my room. Have about three grow lights for a couple of cactuses, succulents, and other houseplants in a section of my room. It would be cool if I could integrate one or two cannabis plants amongst the rest of them without an elaborate setup like a tent and expensive fans, lights, and such. Having grown houseplants for a number of years now, I've come to notice that there are a lot <clears throat> of trying to sell a lot of fancy, unnecessary stuff. In regards to cannabis, I don't see nearly as much specialty equipment for other plants or <clears throat> vegetables as I do weed. I get that it's a high-energy plant and we all want quality, but, get it, but again, how complicated should it grow be for personal use? Um, they go on <clears throat> to talk about that kind of stuff um, and then finish off with the cannabis grow community has honestly bummed me out and intimidated me from even knowing what's even possible in regards to the cannabis. <clears throat> For something that's supposedly down to earth in culture, it's certainly high maintenance and marketing. I'm done with my rat. Ha ha ha. <laughs> so um, we've talked at length on this podcast about like the grow community online and it's just it's just too big basically and there's just so much like bro culture it's so like male dominated and therefore shitty so we've like talked about that you know yeah it's, it's, it can be difficult and challenging to find just like a super non-judgmental non-pushy person and a, a, the people that are like selling information and stuff like us for instance do have kind of a bigger space for growing weed. It's literally for us. I mean, we're just a family, right? <clears throat> we live in the suburbs, but we have a big house and we have, we're priv privileged to have the space to grow. And so we make the most of that space and grow a lot. You know what I mean? And that's not something that we expect every person 
to do. But I do think when you get into it, like our grow is kind of a normal sized grow for our particular needs. You know, like I smoke a lot. We use it medicinally. We're licensed to have a certain amount in the house. Plus we grow commercially. We grow hemp sometimes here in the house. So what, anyway, what I'm trying to say is like our grow is both like it's small when you look at it from that perspective and it's big when you look at it, you know, from an apartment perspective. Um, For sure. But yeah, definitely feeling the whole like judgment and pushing, pushing, pushing of sale things. The basic thing is that just every plant just needs basic stuff to make it. And like if you're wanting to have a significant supply Sometimes that means having a more serious grow as yeah. opposed to one of those like more natural herb, yeah, if the vegetable. Only, exactly. The you're just going to have reason. a different outcome as far as. So maybe for a casual person, not having a ton is like. You don't need. I mean, I'm going to be the first to tell you, you don't need all those things. Right. And when I first started doing this, I met the same crushing criticism of like, oh, something's wrong with your plan. So you're doing it entirely wrong. So it's not a very helpful community or supportive one. I will say to your point, it just like, are you growing cannabis commercially, which makes people money? Then it's it's like a different you're trying to get as efficient as possible. Uh Hence all the things, you know. But do you need all those things? No. In fact, you absolutely, just like any other plant, can put it on your balcony in a pot. Okay. And you would want to be doing that pretty soon in May. So, yeah. Let's talk about this specifically. Okay. Like, if we were really going to do, like, a super small on our balcony, how would this look for 2020? So, what I would do is I would get um, a series of pots, if I could. I'd get, like, a quart. Mm-hmm. plastic pot i get a one gallon plastic pot and then i get a five gallon plastic pot and those are all very inexpensive i think you could probably get all of those for under twelve dollars and then what i would do is i'd get some soil that is uh if you don't want to mess with you don't want to mess with nutrients or add anything you just want to get a nice uh soil uh, from a, I would go to like a, a garden shop and ask for a good nutrient rich soil. And then we get a bag of worm castings, yeah, which you can get at any floral like a garden shop. And that's going to really be your nutrients or in- Amazon or Amazon. Yeah. And then what you're going to do is you're going to plant your if you get a seed, you know, you you pop that seed, which means you just a lot of people just throw it in a glass of water for a couple of days until you see a little sprout come out. And then you carefully take that and you put it in soil. In a small, small container. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can just put the seed directly in the soil and water it and, and maybe it'll sprout up. You never know. But it, and you'll know in about five days. You'll see that come through and you want to leave that. If you're doing this all natural, you leave it out like by the windowsill on the inside of the house. OK. Um, and then when those sprout up, then you let them go for a few weeks until they're hardy little seedlings. When you'll know what that means. They just look like so proud and big. You know, like you start thinking that might be a little big for its container. Right. So then you move it up to your core container and you take whatever soil you use the first time, put some worm castings in there, mix it around with your hands and then, you know, transplant it in there. 
And what you want to do in your transplant is you turn the thing upside down. You squeeze it a little bit on the bottom like you're pushing out um, a uh, go-gurt. <laughs> and then you like kind of tap it and the whole plant falls out like in a cube and you'll see all the roots are like gripping the soil. And then you just put it in a bigger pot. And then you do that for a while and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, now by now it's June something. And you're like, this little girl is ready for a one gallon pot. And then you transplant it. And the reason you're doing all these transplants is because you're going with the sun is your light. That's your grow light and your nutrients are worm castings and soil. So you're trying to give this plant everything you can to make it as big as possible with the things you're giving it. And so even when it's big like this in June in a big pot, yeah. is it? Is this the biggest pot? No, this is like okay. the one gallon pot. So by June, you're probably like transplant. Now you're taking a one gallon thing and moving it over to your big five gallon. But it's still inside. It's we're no. doing all of this inside. This is all. I'm sorry. It is outside now. So basically what you're doing is you're really waiting for the weather to change to where it's nice all the time. So it can stay outside. All so there's not going to be any chance of it freezing for us in Colorado. It's going to be late May. Right. For other parts of the country, it's probably um, now right. or late this month. But, you know, you want to make sure that it's not going to get below 40 degrees outside at night because that will kill your plants. So basically, once it's warm enough, you stick them outside, put them wherever you want. When you finally do your final transplant, which is in a five gallon bucket, could be a Home Depot bucket. It doesn't matter. Then you just set it outside and you water it every day like you water it every day like and if you have a bucket with drainage i use those smart pots which are fabric pots which are great because they just right the water just drains out and it plants like i've had enough yuck and then it's like gets rid of all the rest of the water so that's why i like those and you just lay set it outside and water it and feed it every day and it'll get bigger and bigger and then you might want to like trim some of the stuff on the very bottom. Yeah. Because that's worth that's not gonna get you much of anything. And don't be afraid to cut that and manic keep it manicured on the under part. Just like anything. Supported. So you're promoting life and stuff in those At the most, crucial yep. places and getting rid of energy. That's right. Stuff. All the stuff on the very bottom, on which is bottom. not gonna you're not gonna be able to smoke it. Like it'll anything. be tiny buds that you'll just be like, eh, I'm bummed out. So right? get rid of them. Yeah. Um and then by Ju late July, you might want to start get. you need to make sure you get some support rods like bamboo. You can buy them at a gardening store for like under $10 for a pack of like 10. <laughs> wow. Get some bamboo rods and you're going to drink gonna, all my wine. You did so good. Thank you. And then you want to also get some gardening tape, I think is what it's called. It's just like something so you can tie your plant to the bamboo rod. So you're going to need that to support your cannabis cola or else it's going to snap in half and you're, when it's still trying to grow and then it's going to be like game over. Now you got to like dry and cure some weed that's like not even potent. So make sure you support those colas with something. And then by uh, October, your plant's probably looking like it's ready to come down. That's early October. And you chop it, you hang it upside down, dry it. Dry it. I would whole hand, hand a whole plant upside down, hang dry that whole thing because it's one giant plant. Let it completely dry. Just for good measure, try to put it by a fan if you can in like your basement or somewhere. Don't do it outside because it'll become very fragrant. And uh, if you can do it outside, do it if you don't care. Um, and then you put it in jars, a mason jar for you cut your buds, you manicure them and trim all the leaves off. Put it in a jar, seal the jar, wait a week, burp go. it every day, done. 
The small grow is complete. And you did that for under $30, probably. Took a year. Probably didn't get the hugest amount. It took five months. Okay, whatever. Took all of the nice (laughs) part of the year. But yeah, you can't use any... Yeah, because there's no... You're not growing weed in the wintertime. Right. So. Well, I'm just like kind of saying like the advantage of like, you know, the, the tent and the light and... It's that you're growing all the time. Right. And you're growing faster. I would also say to that one person's uh, answer, you know, like all this special stuff to keep like houseplants are, you know, hey, it's growing houseplants. You're absolutely right. However, the cannabis plant has to be controlled by light cycles so it can flower, which is its ultimate destiny is to make you cannabis. So. I mean, like you can't unfortunately put it by uh, a windowsill in the winter time because it will never, because of the light cycles of the sun, it will never flower. It will just be in veg forever until the end of summer again. So, I'm. Um, it's that's why people have grow lights, and you don't need things like. Ex- I mean, you don't need an exhaust fan. You don't need oscillating fans. You don't need any of that. In fact, I first when I was growing, it was a light and some water. Yeah. Um, you use things like fans and, um, oscillating fans to move air, to strengthen your plants, to scrub the air so it doesn't smell like weed. So, but I mean like, Hey, you don't need to do that. Any grow is better than no grow. That's right. And you learn so much just doing it. Oops. Sorry. Just doing it on your own. Just like we talked about naturally. And I mean, we've done that in our house when we, we first got our house, we grew cannabis in the backyard. We have a huge backyard <laughs> and it was just some wild ass weed that later he got a little, he got a, a whole jar full and I smoked it. It got me so high. It was super larfy and it got me high as hell. Remember we called it like magic weed or we something. We didn't know what it was because it was a girl or a boy. We didn't know. These were, we were just lucky. Yeah. So no judgment. But it's like when you do that a few times, who knows? Maybe then you're going to be like, I don't know. I think I want to get like more into this. Yeah. And, you know, and that's when, I don't know, it really becomes like yeah. an involved <clears throat> hobby. So some people really do this because they get a lot of joy out of it, you know. And that's certainly true for my household. Um yeah. And and I, I just encourage you to, to give it a shot, this this natural, no fuss way. And you'll learn so much that first. You time. really will. And you'll also like if you're not a just a regular gardener, you'll learn so much about plants. You'll be yeah. like, oh, in a crisis time, I could grow tomatoes like a bit motherfucker. The you other know thing I mean? we didn't really talk about was we talked about seeds, but we were kind mm. of assuming feminized seeds. Yeah. And obviously, if you have clones. That's the way to go. Right. But um, feminized seeds. Yeah, because if you just get regular seeds, then there's this whole like process of like waiting f- to see what that's, gender the that's plant right. is. Yeah. And that is no fun for a beginner at all. So you just want to get like. Plus, you might not be able to spot the boy in time and then yeah. you, it pollinates the girl plant. And then you got a bunch of seedy weed and you just wasted five months of your grow. So so if you're starting yeah. from seeds <clears throat> with your super small footprint grow. Make sure that you're getting feminized seeds. Yeah. And, just and you can Google look that mess online. You can look at micro videos on what's going on in Days Grow. I talk yeah, all to, about seed banks. Yes, so he does yeah. on the stonermom.com. Look at David's posts there because he does. He talks about like he totally links to where to get yeah. seeds. So go do it. Um, there you go. So that there was great. I was so happy to see those comments on the website. Thank you so much, Anna and Devin, for your input. Um, I thought it was such a great question. And so helpful for us to have a topic 
to talk about at length. You guys can help us out by sending your questions to mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, we just love getting them or you can always leave comments on the website like these wonderful people did. Love you guys. Thanks so much. Goodbye. going yeah we're going hey i have a question what what is your question are you stoned yes how stoned i'm pretty good on the way okay well from a on a scale of one to ten mm -hmm. ten being the highest amount like you had edibles oh wow <laughs> i don't feel that way. i feel like maybe a six then <laughs> right do we have, we don't really feel that way anymore when it do you need more weed my dear no. Are you sure? I'm sure. All right, guys. Well, for this edition of Stone Conversations, we are going to be answering your burning questions from Instagram. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's hear some. Follow me on at the stoner mom on Instagram. I went on there and... Uh, Ask for questions to do a little AMA, and I got some good ones. So we're going to answer those. I also wanted to say David changed his Instagram handle. He's no longer the Instagram handle that I've said on this podcast. <laughs> for forever. But before that, he, he he's, he's changed it once yeah. at least throughout this. Anyway, now he is... Oh, God, this is awful. W G. What's going on in Days Grow? W G O I D G. W W G O I D G. Okay. Hold on. I know it's terrible, but I don't know. It makes more sense for me. W G O I D G at W G O I D G. Follow him there. You can follow along with our grow and see it. Um. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. I just plugged you. I maybe plugged that, your handle. Maybe I should change it back. It sounds terrible. Mm. It's pretty bad. Do you really think so? Maybe. Maybe we should live with it for a little bit. And Let's see. How, see. How we might go fits. back. I still got time to go back to CO Hemp Grower, which formerly was CO Weed Grower. Shit. We'll see. We'll see what we... We'll just... Who knows? We got some time. This is a tentative thing right now. It's very hard to remember. Okay. So what else? Okay. So let's just get into these questions. Should I just ask ask the questions and we'll just answer them? Yeah, let's go. Stonedly? Yes. In what what order should I go? Just read one right now. What's the, what do you got there in front of you? Okay. Here she goes. Should I say the name of the person? No. All right. What's your favorite thing to do during quarantine? <laughs> well, I have a favorite thing. David likes to have sex with I his do, wife. I do. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite thing <laughs> when i read that question his face like lit up like Wait, that's my <laughs> like favorite that's thing to do like. i'm sorry <laughs> is there something wrong with that um i like i've been enjoying sort of the sneaking upstairs and smoking pot oh okay aspect that's really something i don't do 
super often in my normal mom life because I'm blessed with children that typically go to school. So <laughs> for me, I just never had this this huge need to sesh that much when my kids were home, except for like in the evening, you know, and sometimes, you know, in the afternoon. And also, of course, when I'm cooking dinner sometimes, but it, you know, it just varies. Anyway, now it's just like, oh, my God, I got it. I got to get my brain right. Excuse me, yes. madams. <laughs> I know. I got to get my brain right. I hear you. So that is uh, just a ritual that I've sort of built in my bathroom um, that I have really in- come to enjoy. And I have this tripod that my phone sits on, which is perfect for if I want to Instagram with my girlfriends. Um Sorry, you know, bong rips and such or chatting with people on my phone. So my hands are free and my phone is sitting in its little tripod thing. It's the best. Totally works. And then up up there, I've been keeping a small supply that is just quick and ready to go. Um, Like a small. It's actually that bong usually. The session bong because it's really slender. It's not going to slip in the bathroom. Um, I have a small stash objects case on my counter now. With my weed in it, my G-Pen Connect case. I keep my G-Pen Connect up there in a uh, little dab rig. My Helix bong, actually. Um, And I will do concentrates with that. But I've also been using honey straws a ton. Today, for this session, I'm using that Lynx Aries. Um, But the one I keep upstairs for my all week is the dip device every I've been using that nonstop during the week. Cause it's just upstairs in my bathroom and it's just super convenient for super quick dabs. Like I said, going up there and doing a quick five dabs, getting my brain right, you know, instantly. And you can, it doesn't have to be concentrated THC stuff. You can be doing all sorts of different things. Um, I have a spoofy up there and I'm just away from everybody I need it. I sort of schedule it for like sometime in the four o'clock hour because by then my kids are done with school and they are done with being around people and they are definitely kind of doing their own thing before dinner time. Um, That's also when I have like a big drag and like lack of energy. So it's nice to go settle myself down. So I guess that's my favorite thing. I gotta say, I like listen lately. It's been I've been very much like listening to music a lot more than normal. I've yes. found myself so. Oh gosh, that's so true. So we've been we listen a lot when the kids leave because we use our our record player and we play stuff for each other. Mm-hmm. And we bought new records today. Oh my god! Tell them what we bought. We bought the Carter Three. Oh my god, I forgot. Okay, First of all, yes. you, the Carter Four you can't find anywhere. Don't look for it. It's unless you want to pay one hundred and thirty-five dollars for it. But we were fortunate enough to use our secret connections that my wife knows about, Barnes and Noble, to get records. <laughs> and you just revealed it, so I might have to bleep that out. Um, and then we also got uh, Igor uh, by Tyler the Creator. Okay. And I ordered Carpal Tunnel Syndrome by Kid Koala, which is one of my favorites. And that's it. But then I also have ordered more. What? Yeah, I got Led Zeppelin, um, one that we don't have and you didn't order. How do you know what I ordered? Because I know you didn't order this one. How do you know? I just know. Because I told you to order the, a different one. 
Okay, anyway, yes, music is great. I love <laughs> listening sorry, to music. So do you love it as well? Yes. Yeah, so every Friday, you guys, I have I don't leave my house really anymore. You but know. every Friday I have been driving my kids to their dad for their weekend with their dad. And when I drive home, I listen to music and it is just like the most everything is normal and, and right again. You know, it's nice, right? That's nice. Like I didn't forget how to drive a car. No, music sounds oh so my good God. in your car. This is gonna make me sound stupid, but today I had to drive up to Black Dog this morning. Yeah, honey, I completely went past the exit and just kept driving, and I was like, "What's going on here? Where's the exit?" And then I noticed, <laughs> I was like, "You idiot!" I like I went two miles past it, and I had to turn and go back. And I was like, oh, "Did you really forget how to go to work?" I feel so stupid. Anyway. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm, it's, I guess, just stupidity. Okay, what's the next question? All right. Um, holding in bong rips or bull <laughs> joint hits. Is it necessary to get the most out of your bud? No. It's a myth. Oh, my God. Is it a myth, honey? Yes, it's a myth. You need, like, three seconds for most cannabinoids and terpenes. Okay. So. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it's actually unhealthy to keep it in. Uh, you know, smoking's yeah. not good for you. So no, it's um, yeah. I definitely keep in my vapor when I'm doing like dry leaf vaping. Um and I do find myself like just out of habit kind of holding in bong rips for like a good five seconds. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're getting more, but really you're just making yourself cough more. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, it doesn't take very long at all for cannabinoids to enter your bloodstream or whatever. So there you go. That's cool. that one. Um, how in the hell do I deep clean my mighty now that all the alcohol has been hoarded? Oh man, you're you, mighty. You don't. You store it. <laughs> you wait. You try to find alcohol. You put yourself on some sort of internet list where you get notified when revving alcohol. You could is use. Ready. You know, what you could get. You could get Everclear at the liquor store. But the problem with that is, like, after you soak your pieces in the Everclear, you got to rinse it with water. You cannot. I mean, that's a a fire promotion agent. So here's the deal. My tip is go on to the Internet and get, like, the specialized bong cleaner stuff. 420 whatever. What do we use? 420 Magic? 420 Solution? 420 something. If you literally Google, like, 420 Cleaner, all sorts of different brands will come up. Um... And it's always like this alcohol based thing. And there's usually some sort of abrasive element to it, like the salt stuff already uh, added to it. So that would be my only hesitation with like the Mighty. I don't know how you clean yours. I, okay. <laughs> this is my confession. I've never cleaned my Mighty. Um, we haven't used the Mighty in a long time. That's I, like the best vaporizer, right? Yeah, I got it out the other day and really looked at it. And I was like, man, this thing is dirty. It's it's pretty, pretty dirty. But it turned right on. It was looking so good. Such a nice shape to hold. Um, so anyway, if you're looking for that alcohol, like I said, 420 cleaner, because um, you can I can squirt it from the bottle without getting the abrasive stuff, because I just you can tell how to hold the bottle and how to squirt it without necessarily shaking it up so much and getting all of that salt stuff to come out hmm. so if you're not looking for that part of it and i don't know that's just what i think of as far as finding a way okay next uh what do you got 
What's that one? Okay, next, your quarantine schedule with kiddos and what products you're using for smoking. So I talked about what I have been using specifically for uh, life with the family here. Um, that was all the stuff I mentioned upstairs. So just having, um, definitely having an air purifier of some, an air filter of some sort. So I've been using my sploofy up there, but there's all sorts of different kinds. Filter, Eco 420, uh, Smoke Buddy, which I've never used. Um, and yeah, I use these big sploofies. Um, a Stash Logics in your secret spot or not so secret spot that way if it isn't secret like my bedroom if people are coming in at least it's locked away you know what i mean um sorry what else i love dabbing um and doing concentrates one because you use a lot like less product to get a certain way to get your brain right like i was saying um, it's more concentrated. So obviously that makes sense. And the other thing is you're not smoking in your room. So if you are in a really kind of small house space situation, the dab setup is really, really a lot better. I feel like for, um, having a non stinky house and not being super obvious to the kids that you're hotboxing your bedroom or whatever. <laughs> so that's literally why I've been using that dip device, uh, every so much and my G pen connect. I, I feel much more comfortable vaping certain stuff than I do smoking when people are up. Like when I smoke a little bit during dinner preparation, I literally blow it outside of my house. I don't even like exhale it in my house when my kids are around. Yeah. Like I just don't do that. So that's how I've been smoking. And then as far as my schedule, it's pretty long. It's um and I wrote about it in detail on thestonermom.com. On my most recent diary entry, um, I talk about in detail what we've been doing, but definitely everything has changed. David's home all the time now. He's working full time from home. So he's often on the phone in the basement and all the kids are here. And we have a lot of kids. We have two 13-year-olds. Um a 10 year old and an eight year old. And I mean, we're talking eighth grade, seventh grade. These are, these kids are finishing up remote school, um, finishing up elementary school, finishing up second grade. Right. It's sad. Um, So we're taking their school really seriously. Well, I am. I mean, I, I, I kind of, I feel like I kind of have to, our school has been very much like do this (laughs) by this date. Um, So, getting up at a normal school time, um, having breakfast as, you know, me and the kids every morning, finding out what they're going to be doing in the next few hours, making sure that they're eat, they've eaten, they're dressed, they've brushed their teeth. Then they go to their, uh, places and do their school stuff until noon. Basically we're lucky. The kids are older. Uh, they're very disciplined when it comes to school and like getting shit done, um, in good solid chunks of time. Um, sometimes they're done by noon. Sometimes they have an hour after they've been doing zoom meetings with their school, their teacher, their friends. My 13 year old does her morning work independently upstairs in her room, but she does it while FaceTiming her girlfriends every single day and they get all of their work done like by noon. Um, So that has all been pretty easy for me, but I am at the same time, you know, we're at the same time we're getting work done. 
So David is pretty much like unavailable <laughs> during these times because he's working downstairs. And then I'm working on the main level while still like checking in with at least my 10 year old for sure. Um, then we have lunch, we finish up the afternoon. We've been doing family time. We have independent time. Um, we play outside. We try to get active. We might do something as a family in the evening as far as like board games or watching something cool. Um, but yeah, it's a little different with older kids. They're far more independent and know how they want to spend their time. Um, especially when they're in school, like in any capacity, like when they only have a few hours that are free, you sort of let them a lot of times choose what they want to do. Then we have a regular bedtime schedule, just like we always did for school. It's pretty early, to be honest. Um, and I've been getting my kids to bed by 930. And then David and I get drunk and high. <laughs> we we watch crazy things. Mm -hmm. We act nuts in the confines of our room we do then we go to bed and, then we go to bed. and then the day starts all over that's our quarantine schedule it's working out okay it is it's very repetitive i feel like i don't have anything new to tell anybody ever people are like what's up with you and i'm like fucking nothing literally not a thing so yeah conversations <laughs> are hard to have these days i feel like it's hard to have a personal podcast because you're just like well in the last well, two weeks that's why you know you gotta <laughs> Put on your entertainment hat and drink a lot of booze and smoke a lot of weed and just babble on. <laughs> we definitely have been enjoying our um, libations. We haven't yeah. done any of our... So we have a little bit of mushrooms left. We haven't done any of those. We're like hoarding our... our we could do those. Huh. Didn't anyway. even think about that. Okay, so... Um, All right. Can I have... There's so many more questions. Go. Answer some. Or talk about them. Let's okay, go. are you doing okay? Yeah. Are you losing it? No, let's go. Okay, I'm also going to do some bong hits because okay. I need to be high for these. Go. What are your top three favorite meals that Blavid cooks for you? Uh. <laughs> Why did you say, uh? <laughs> David's so self-conscious about his cooking. <sighs> I must really talk about you cooking for me a lot. I guess. I'm just so honored. You know, I've been married before and I was yeah. not cooked for. Oh. I cooked oh. all the time. I like cooking. I'm going to cook you a fabulous meal this evening. In 2020, husbands are cooking meals, okay? We're cooking them Let's all. get on Let's it, get, guys. Come on, guys. Don't you want to take care of your lady? I like every meal he makes. He makes that's some. Sometimes he makes meals that don't work out. And, yeah, and as you can hear him, like he wants to go on and on about it like it's the end of the fucking world. Guess what? <laughs> what? It happens to all of us. It ha that's why I have a mental complex with cooking dinner. Right. Is it's when you're to like, do we need to go so to the hospital? Do we need to order a pizza? <laughs> It's like, what? <laughs> Is it growth? Well, like, the second I take it, well, you're like, you have to, I need a taster for this. <laughs> I taste it and you're like, okay. Is it disgusting? Is it gross? No. Is it disgusting? No. Do you want to throw up? No. Should we go to the doctors? No. Does it make you want to barf? No. Does it smell sour? No. Is it too seasony? Yeah. Is there Are not sure? enough seasoning? Are you lying to me? You Would lying? kids like it? Would kids like this? Would kids hate that? Do you think that would you, make kids sick? You do that. You ask, like, I could keep going. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> like, wow. And I just have to be like, okay. All right. Yes. No, 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 no. I no, think that's no. really how I got him to start cooking 80% of the meals. Yeah. Cause it's like, oh, <laughs> is my crippling self doubt. Yeah. Now you eat my garbage food. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. My favorite meals that he makes. I, I love it when my husband makes me steak because he does like this coffee thing 
thing. I, I'm not doing that tonight. Okay. Well, that's fine. I'm but he does you. all sorts of different things. And he makes all sorts of different types of steak. And, I mean, when we go out to eat, we usually get steak. And we really enjoy eating fucking steak together. <sighs> I don't know why, as a couple. but we love it. It is weird. Um, so good for you. No, I I'm like sure. when you make... What? I don't know. I like it when you make me adobo. Chicken. Really? I would like to make Specifically that Specifically adobo chicken. Hmm. I like it because That's I've just... Good. That is a Filipino thing I've never made myself. Really? And the fact that you make it multiple times is well, very... the problem is, is it's kind of vinegary. But you gotta, is. like, pull back on that vinegar. Yeah. Um, and then I, I guess I don't really have a third. What would my third be? I don't know. Nothing. I'm just so... A grilled cheese sandwich? Oh, my An God. An egg okay. sandwich? Okay, here's my third. Here's my answer. Okay. Is post-sex meals. Like what? Anything. David will get me any food item that I want usually Pretty within much. reason. Within reason. Don't ask for something. Not, don't ask me to make you rice or something. <laughs> like go downstairs for 30 minutes and make rice. <laughs> um, And that's always what I want. You know? Yeah. So I really, that's a nice little routine that we have in, yeah, our, in it's our, fun. our love life. I love it. Okay. That's the answer. That's great. What's next? Blavid. Yeah. What's your favorite strain to grow? Oh, all of them. I don't really have, I can't unfortunately answer that question honestly because I don't know. I mean, I guess not ones that grow tall and have huge colas, I guess. Well, I don't know. what like repeats? The only repeats we really do are like our hemp ones, I feel like. Yeah, I guess the weird thing is is probably i could answer that question when it comes to hemp yeah but and, not so but much not cannabis. cannabis because they all cannabis is beautiful and wonderful mm-hmm. but not all hemp is beautiful and wonderful you know so yeah. you know i mean i guess like i would say my favorite one to grow from hemp is cutie cutie has always treated me very well remember when you had that gigantic I feel like it was wife, that gigantic mother plant. Yeah, it was massive. It was. It was in the greenhouse. It was. It had its own tent for a while. Yeah. That thing was fucking huge. What strain was that? I don't know. It was like cutie, I think, or lava rock. I loved that. I know. It's fun. <laughs> I think hemp is cool. And, you know, I mean, the unfortunate thing is we can't let hemp go all the way to 10 weeks uh, because it'll be too hot legally. But... If you have the opportunity to grow your own hip, that's what you should do instead of harvesting it in week six, like we have to do to make sure it's under the potency levels allowed by the federal government. So, you know, that's probably my favorite one to grow. Um, Oh, wait a minute. I will say I do like growing hybrids an awful lot. Like, um, I think Mandarin Cookies is a hybrid and I think Rainmaker is a hybrid, but I'm not sure. But those plants like grow so hardy and big. You know what I mean? mm -hmm. So that's pretty much it. Sativas are too tall. Okay, best dry herb vaporizer. Why it's the healthiest way to smoke in a respiratory virus world. So that's a great point. Um, There's plenty of articles out there saying that um, you should maybe think about either abstaining or switching up your cannabis practice as far as it comes to like smoking and stuff and even vaping um, and I think when they're saying vaping, they're really talking about like the oils or are they talking about dry herb? I think they're talking about like, like nicotine type vaping. Mm, oh, like juices. Like what? Yeah. 
e-juice. Like what people usually mean yeah. when they're talking about okay. vaping. All right. Um, hmm. Anyway, I'm all, I've am i always been a big proponent of just a layered approach to everything. And that makes you better suited for situations like this where you might be like, okay, well, now I'm really going to sort of pivot my cannabis routine to really more rely on um, edibles or, you know, dry herb vaping or... Maybe you're going to do some tinctures. Who knows? Yeah. So I have not really switched up anything um, as far as my routine. And I have read those articles, by the way. And I've read the reasons why doctors say to abstain from cannabis. And some of them are things like, well, you need to have a, a, a level baseline so that we know what's wrong with you. Like if you have like a stoner cough or whatever, like, how are you going to distinguish that from your COVID-19 cough? And hmm. to me, I'm like, girl, I'm going to be able to distinguish. Okay. I've been smoking weed for a while. I think I'll know, you know, like, and so it's, you know, and you know how they have to always like pander to like the lowest level intelligence, yes. you know, in sort of like communicating to the public about stuff like that. So I feel it's sort of on that level. What I do know for sure is that I have a household that we're fucking vigilant about staying at home, following all the procedures as far as keeping ourselves away from other people, not getting the virus ourselves, not passing it on for whatever reason. So I feel like I'm fine with my current routine. If I started to feel sick with anything like always, I would definitely tailor and alter my, um, and have a cannabis routine. That is the beauty you guys about being in like a legal place where you have access to all sorts of different levels of cannabis products. You really have the freedom to do that. And how there are like geniuses in illegal places that are just have to get super crafty and like have all sorts of different concentrates that they've made themselves, you know, from their limited illegal supply. And like, that is the way to go. Like we're, it's all about self-sufficiency. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Next. How's it going? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Are you still smoking weed over there? Mm, a little bit. Do you want some more? No, I'm good. Okay, we got a few questions about anxiety. Tips for dealing with all of this while surviving depression and anxiety. What are you you or recommend doing to help decrease anxiety during this time? Okay, hand me the stuff, please. Here. Anxiety symptoms with coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah, different things as far as feeling a lot of anxiety during this time. Mm. I have this belief that you should um, be informed about what's going on, but you also have to know how to limit like what your limit is, you know? And when you start to feel that overwhelm from other people or certainly from the media that you are choosing to consume, You've got to know when to turn it off, back away, and do something else. And it's rough. I mean, as far as me and anxiety, I almost feel, like, better during these times because, like, my anxiety is, like, centered towards something, you know? And the other thing is... Maybe I feel solidarity. Because, maybe because people give you rules to follow. 
It, yeah, I, I like that. I do like that. But then for me, for a long time, <laughs> I was having a ton of anxiety waiting for mm-hmm. like our state to do stuff. And so I'd be like, well, this side of the country, this state is doing this. Like, why aren't we doing that? Right. And like obsessing about that. And like, that's when you need to be like, OK, maybe you don't need to know what California did at 3 p.m. today. Like right. you can check that out on Friday. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're starting to like really feel that um, just doing everything you can to know that you are finding those most common sense rules as far as like cleanliness, cleanliness and hygiene and following the rules as far as staying home and all of that. That's all you can do. You guys, that's fucking all you can do is what they tell us to do. Um, so anyway, just being mindful about like the different media that you're consuming, when to turn it off, when to turn it on, who to trust, you know, bottom line, your government, your county, whatever, will find a way to let you know on your phone Mm -hmm. what you're not supposed to do. So you don't necessarily have to, um, know everything all of the time if it is giving you a lot of anxiety. The other thing is you, I mean, I'm a big proponent for everybody to be on their damn medication. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like just because I am a big pothead and this is my medicine and how I manage my anxiety and stuff does not mean that that's how other people need to do it at all. And I will never, ever say that. So making sure that you're being vigilant about your medication, whatever it may be, is very important during times like this. Um, And then, you know, people always feel better about stuff when they do things for others. It's just like a natural thing that our brain does. So whatever that may be, like, it's hard to kind of do stuff or volunteer or get out when you're fucking terrified of catching coronavirus and leaving your house and bringing it home to your kids and stuff. So you have to do um, other things. So like centering certain time to like really serve like your kids, you know what I mean? Or like the small community that you are interacting with in whatever way, you know, um, your extended family or whoever you happen, you know, um, calling family, checking in on people, just anytime you go outside of yourself, it's just like proven to help you deal with, we get worse when we isolate ourselves. Um, and sometimes we need to do that when we're depressed. I'm a big isolator, but I know that it's not going to get better. And at some point I have to find a day, like set a day where I'm like, okay, I'm going to get out and be open and available to my friends. And thank God I have friends that like understand what depression is like, that it is completely like that, that people disappear off of the earth, you know? Um, and, and, and you got to reach out to people when they do that. Um, so that's, that's my advice for anxiety. Stay on your meds, take your damn meds. If your meds are cannabis, build that into your daily routine. Um, and then routines in general for me are a big thing. And when I see that, like, I can't follow a routine at all, I'm like, that's how I, that's like a big indicator to me that I'm in like a depressive state or episode, you know? Like for me, laziness means something else. It means like (laughs) major anxiety or depression. And so that's always like a big like ding, ding, ding. Something's not right. Like I haven't been able for two days now to do anything, get anything done. I've only been hanging on, you know, I'm really good at like putting up a front for my kids. Um, And when they're home, it's like I'm 24 seven putting up a front. And that blows. That is really difficult to do. 
with mental illness. Um, but what else are you going to do? Have a freak out in front of them? No. You got to go upstairs. Get do some dabs. <laughs> get your brain right. Yes. And then bam, you're back. You're back in the game. <laughs> I mean, it's just a salve. It doesn't fix everything for everybody, but that's what I do. Um, so whatever your salve is, whether it be actual like clinical medication, uh, prescribed marijuana, or just like you've figured out, okay, a little bit of Papa's medicine at six. Boom. You're <laughs> right. You're straightened out. I mean, these are the times when you really have to give yourself grace and not worry so much mm-hmm. about judging yourself and your vices as long as you're being responsible, we're never advocating irresponsible use or anything like that. Um, but definitely don't be hard on yourself during these times. I'm, I'm sorry those tips aren't the greatest, but I mean, those are my real world tips. It's hard to really concentrate on like self-care and shit like that when all of your family is home. I'm, you know, it's yeah. all about other people. And to me, that helps uh, like making it about my kids helps me it helps me get off my ass and like push through sometimes and even you're still in a fog you're still depressed as hell it doesn't you know but sometimes it's the trigger that can pull you out especially if you did it like over and over again i'm only talking about my experience by the way um so that those are my tips for that we just have a few more i think you guys i just realized that person that asked about respiratory Virus and dry vaping. I never answered your question about my favorite dry herb vaporizer. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm so sorry. So my big favorite one is the IQ2 by Da Vinci. Mm -hmm. I haven't like talked about it super publicly yet, but it is the best vaporizer on the planet because it has a feature that no other vaporizer has. It will tell you how much THC or CBD you have consumed per draw. Go check it out. I love um, Da Vinci, the micro and the IQ. I've loved the micro for a while, but the IQ two is the shit. It's a little bit bigger. It's just, there are so many tiny details about this thing that are just the best. And I love it. it it's just wonderful. Just I keep do it, it. I keep it next to my um, desk. It's like my, my desk um, you love it. thing because that's where you know, kids might come in. So if I want, if I have to use something, I'm going to use that or like a, a vape pen or something. You know what I mean? So that's my favorite it. one. I love it so much. It tells you how much. It's, it's very cool. It's very cool. Okay. So I think that is it. Okay. Well, thanks for all those questions. I'm so glad we got so many. Did you like that? I did. I like that. I like it when people ask questions like that. All right. So I always like doing these. So yeah, there, I don't problem. care if you think they're too long. I, I don't, I like them. I didn't say they were too long. Are you sure? Yes, I like it. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, thank you, it. everybody oh. who asked all the questions yeah, on you. Instagram. Follow me at the Stoner Mom. And yeah, we'll do this again in a couple months. It's How about fine. That? Let's keep it up. Bye. Let's go.
going on oh, in Oh my god, I didn't I forgot all about this. Well, you gotta do it. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Are you high? Yeah. How's your grow, baby? My go? Grow. How's your oh, grow? My grow? <laughs> what the hell? Um my grow is awesome. Uh, uh my grow that I'm gonna probably harvest in another week is like Oh it's God. like giant f- uh, forearms and fists, like punching into the air. Wow. I mean, I've got, the, I've actually done it. I've grown purple ass weed, super purple, massive. I've got like six different plants and they're all different in so many weird ways. Like I've got, I've got three tall ones. One is p- completely purple and massive and super thick. It keeps getting thicker. The one behind that one is green, like a green, like a lime green colas mm-hmm. with frost out all over them. And then the other one is like a red and green with frost over them. And then the three little ones, there's a super little guy with a bunch of buds, but they're super dense and small and rock hard. And then that's an indica. And then over here, there's some medium sized ones that are like the beautiful <laughs> red and golden colored. And then I don't know. They're all amazing. So that's soon. That's the weed that was supposed to be available for 420. So, but it's going to be magnificent and we'll have it forever for a year at least. And then in my other tent, I've got flowering plants from Legal Dispensary. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And those have gotten so fucking tall. I don't know what to do because I mean, like I even when they were flowering, they wouldn't, you know, they were flowering for a few days, but they weren't showing all the pistols yet. And I was like, well, what's going on? You're going to take forever to flower. So then they finally started showing that the other day, but I, I lobbed off. I gave my hair cut. I was like, you're not supposed to do this. And I'm sorry, but you're getting too tall. So then they, now they're starting to show like, we're going to have weed right here, Dave. This is where it's going to appear. And we're just probably going to get another eight inches taller, which will be like right up next to your light. So I don't know. I'll have to deal with that road when I cross it. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. And then in our garden, in our greenhouse, we have sprouted all of our seeds that we planted a few weeks ago. Or all have sprouted and are beautiful and lovely. I'm about to plant some radish seeds. And um, I've got some seedlings that are vegetables that are mostly like hot pepper plants and tomatoes. Um, and those are going to go in the garden at some point, but what everybody's going into the greenhouse, it's going to be a big greenhouse jamboree. I'm going to clone the one tomato plant I have as soon as it gets a little bigger and do two more clones. So I'll have three of those. And then I'm going to also take my seedlings and put them in smart pots. And then when they get bigger, I'm going to throw them in the garden. Some of them are going to grow in the uh, greenhouse. But anyway, that's it, man. We're gardening it up. We're happy. We're going to plant some pumpkins. We're going to have a little pumpkin batch. Uh That's going to be exciting. Won't that be cool? Very sweet. We have another little garden that I've abandoned in a few years, but it's still viable. So, I mean, like I dump weed, cocoa coir, and soil in there all the time. It's it's ready. That's where we grew that first wild plant. Yeah, and that used to be our garden. So anyway, we're going to plant a pumpkin patch, and it's going to be radical. And that's it. That's what's going on Dave Grow. Well, thanks for sharing what's going on in your grow. I'm so happy to share with you. Okay. Share all kinds of things with you. Okay. I love you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 
right, and it's the end of the show. It is now the end of the show. Time to go. We have made it here. Thank you guys, all of you who've made it. This is where we ask you to help support the show. Um, first off, tell your friends and family about us. Recommend the show when you can. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. We also love it when you leave us a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and we love to read those reviews on the show when we get them. So if you'd like to hear your review shouted out, leave us one. Guess what? We don't have any. We don't? No. So there's nothing to read. Bye. Um, other ways to support us are to check out thestonermom.com. That is our family's website that we've had for the last five years. It is our online home, and you can learn all about us, cannabis, with articles, photos, and lots and lots of videos. And we also encourage you to check out happyflowercompany.com. That is our family-owned and operated online hemp store. You can purchase legal CBD and terpene-rich smokable hemp buds, hand-picked, grown, whatever, by us. It is our pride and joy. And okay. new strains will be online when you hear this podcast. Yay! So go check it out because there's some crazy good stuff there. Please use code MADAS10 for 10% off your purchase. That's M-A-D-A-S-10. I mean, one zero for 10% off. And that Wait is- a minute, no. What? It's M A D A S fifteen now. <gasps> it's I M-A- change it in my podcast? Yes, it's M A D A S fifteen. You get fifteen percent off, people. All right, so that is at happyflowercompany.com. You are literally buying directly from us. David, I mean, excuse me, Blavid <laughs> is literally the man that packs up your order and yeah. takes it to the post office. And it gets there on time. <laughs> it is all us. So if you want to support us. Go check out Happy Flower Company. You can have some hemp. Add it to your cannabis routine. Stretch that supply. Stretch your supply. Add some CBG or CBD or CBC in some cases. We also have concentrate CBD uh, concentrates there. You can pick up those and do some sweet dabs in your bathroom with stoner moms. All right. That's it, you guys. Mom and Dad are Stone is made by us, David and Catherine. Learn more about us, like I said, at thestonermom.com. Follow the podcast on Twitter at mom, the letter N, dad, the letter R, Stone. Follow Happy Flower Company on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Flower Hemp. Follow David on Twitter, Twitter and Instagram at... <laughs> I just thought Instagram went W-G-O-I-D-G. <laughs> What's going on in Dave's Grow? W-G-O-I-D-G. Okay, and on Twitter at C-O Hemp Grower. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Stoner Mom. We will be back again so soon. Until then... Oh, I was going to say... Somebody, I think it was that same Devin person, said, you guys should do a video podcast for 420. We will. And I think we, it's definitely something I want to do. I don't think it will be for 420 because, oh my gosh, when we would have to record it. I don't know. Anyway. We need to spruce this area up. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, David and I aren't sitting as close as you think. So our camera thing lens would have to be quite wide yeah so it's something or i have to do like two cameras you know what we could do what we could do it upstairs like we used to do it in our mobile unit that would be just fine should that we do that could, that could be fun the other thing is you could sit just a little closer yeah that's our dog barking okay well anyway love you guys thanks for the suggestion it's definitely been something um i've been thinking about doing i'm excited point. to do that i've been i've thought about like having whatever anyway okay. um 
Until we're we are back. Remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. And bark every day. Bye. Bye. Bye.